Welcome to Season 2 and Episode 3 of Your Money Personal Finance Podcast. I'm David Pratt, along with the President of Everything Financial, Peter Shushecki. Peter, let's get right into this thing here. Can you please explain to me why Americans get to deduct the interest on their mortgages, but Canadians cannot, or can we? I'm confused. <laughs> a lot of people are confused, Dave. Okay. But not necessarily just about this. They're confused about a lot of things when it comes to finances. But yes, <laughs> Canadians can deduct the interest on their mortgage. It's probably one of the best kept secrets around. Um, a lot of people don't know how to do it, don't know they can do it. It's it's not complicated, but there is a prescribed series of steps from CRA you have to do. And by the way, people. This just doesn't mean if you have a business in your house. That's a different type of deduction on the mortgage. We're going to talk about really deducting the interest on your mortgage, not just a percentage of your house because you have an office in your bathroom or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so why is this such a well-kept secret? I mean, why? Um, it's hard to say. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the government doesn't want to draw attention to it. Really, I think what it really is, I don't think it's the government, even though I'd love to poo-poo on the government. We know that because I hate them all equally. Yeah. I don't play favorites. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> hate them all. Um, but really, I think what it is, it, it's really just a lot of advisors don't know how to do it. There's you know, financial advisors, 80,000 or 70,000 of them out there, yeah. but 99% of them are just commission salespeople, which is fine. If that's what they're doing. Just be upfront and tell people, but they're selling a product. They're not selling a solution. They're not selling or creating a plan. Your, your house is your biggest asset, uh, your mortgage, <laughs> biggest debt. Yeah. So yeah. use it to your advantage, help it with your financial planning, but it's, but there's no product to sell when you're doing this. So if there's no product to sell, a lot of people just don't look into it. So, okay, I'm, I'm going to cut right to it. So what's the benefit here? Let's get to this. Um, benefit are savings of taxes significantly. There's, okay. there's cases where you can knock your amortization. If you take the tax savings that this creates, you can knock your amortization of your mortgage in half. There's a, there's a lot of financial wow. benefits to this. Again, we always say in, in a lot of things in life, but work smarter, not harder. Well, let's get the mortgage payments working for you and using the tax savings they create. And, and if you do nothing more, I'm not saying you even have to make money doing this. You don't even have to make money. If you do nothing more than save a ton of money in taxes and use that tax benefit to pay down your house much faster, okay. then that's making money. Just a different way of making money. But that's a, that's a huge significant gain to your finances and, and that's never a bad thing because it's your money so you might as well save it yeah but do you know what um over time and, and let's let's talk much more about the bigger picture here how much of a big difference over time can this make well i've got an example where a person uh i just did a few weeks ago they took a 25-year amortization knocked it down to 11 years so the house is paid off in 11 years. That's not bad. So there's one of the big not pictures. Bad. But here's the other big picture. They took the, their earnings. And I know we're going to get into the step-by-step -step nuances of this. Yeah. But they also just didn't pay down their house um, you know, in less than half the time. That was significant in this case. Some cases, it's four or five years off. But still, that's significant. 
But they also saved, in this case, over $400,000 in RSPs by adding a little wrinkle to this. So they significantly wow. saved money for retirement. They significantly re reduced the amortization on their house. And they weren't spending any more money than they were already spending on mortgage payments and saving for retirement payments like um, you know RSP payments and things like that to his and her spousal RSP and things like that. They spent no more money. I mean, I had a case of the day where the person spent less money, knocked 11 years off their house and saved over $200,000 towards retirement. And they were spending less than they were spending on their mortgage before. Like they're some of the big picture items. That's, that's huge. I had to go to school on this one. So be patient with no me problem. just a little bit on this. Okay. Is this the Smith maneuver? Well, okay, the, you know, the interest residential. Okay. I'm, I'm already confused. Yeah. Um, Smith started this, um, rest his soul. I mean, great guy and Fraser Smith okay. started this and, uh, he's the one who, you know, got the challenge of the government back in the nineties, everything else, the everything financial Smith, maneuver, you can't say Smith, maneuver, that's his, <laughs> that's his baby. And he did it. We, yeah. we do, yeah. um, that's how I first learned about it. Obviously I actually first learned about it from a very high ranking gentleman at CRA who was a client of mine. <laughs> And he came into my office one day way back over 20 years ago and says, I'm going to start deducting the interest on my mortgage. And I said, what the, you know, I, okay. Yeah. yeah so he sat down in my office and he showed me, well, there's this court case that happened, yada, yada, yada. Right. And then, and one thing leads to another. And a couple hours later, I'm, I'm just writing like crazy and I'm going, Oh, that's how you do it. And over the course of that next week, and, and he, he's a, he lives now. He's retired in Burnaby, um, but he was from you know working in Ottawa at the time for CRA, and he took the time to show me all the steps, and I did it. And then I then I got the book, um, the Smith Maneuver, read the book, and then over time I've developed this into. I, I I've referred to it sometimes as the Smith Maneuver on steroids. It the the concept <laughs> came definitely, and thank you very much from the Smith Maneuver, and then we've added more things to really um, add in safeguards for the client because it's their money um, and add in more things they can do in advance. But, but a lot of the key to this is communication. And the key to this is follow-up guidance education for the client to really make it the Smith maneuver on steroids. And it's a major part uh, when applicable, uh, it's not for everybody for sure, but it's a major yeah. part of our Omni Formula financial planning process um, because it's all about your money making your money go further, work better for you. Uh, I said work smarter, not harder, um, but definitely developed originally from the Smith Maneuver and then, you know, added to beyond that. Yeah. And that really gets us to the next point here. Okay, what is the difference between the Smith Maneuver and your advanced approach? What, explain um, this to me. Really, really a lot of it is, there's an investment component to this. It's, it's making the plan and the mortgage completely yeah. fluid and completely liquid the thing with this is it really only works really well and really safe um in a low interest rate climate uh which we'll get into but you know i i tell people okay. if interest rates hit about five five point five percent you can't really do this anymore the smith maneuver has a significant investment component to it and there's nothing wrong with that but it was it was done back in the 90s early 2000s 
mutual fun world going gangbusters and not Fraser Smith, but advisors who did this misappropriated, maybe not intentionally, but they, uh, they turned it into really an investment tool. And his initial um, real benefit of this was it's really a savings tool. It's a tax tool. And not, not as I said, full defense to Peter Smith, not his fault. His advisors started going, well, it's, here's all this money now coming from your house. Let's just buy a whole bunch of mutual funds, make the good commissions, et cetera. And, and people made, you know, at the time, made good money. The problem is if you're in an investment where you have fees, back-end fees, it, you can't, it doesn't work. This thing has to be completely transparent, completely liquid, that if you have to collapse the Smith maneuver on a moment's notice because of interest rates and things like that, you have to have all the components working together to basically go, okay, I can bail on this thing tomorrow and there's no worries. That's the one difference. The other difference we put in is we set targets. So we're going we're gonna to be showing some examples um, on this, on the screens and stuff that we'll be walking you through um, to say, you know, do this, do this, this, but there's examples. So you have to target profit margins. So if you hit certain areas of profit on the growth of your money, well, as I always say, when you make it, take it. You have to take that money the profit and put it to good use. Because here's the thing about the investment world, and we've all seen this, that I've been doing this 31 years, so trust me, I've seen this a lot. Yeah. You may be up $10,000 on something, just nice easy numbers today, people. It's early in the morning here when we're filming this. So you may be up $10,000. And tomorrow, your $10,000 could be only up three or $4,000. You don't know how the world's gonna go. So again, when you make it, take it. Because when people say, wow, I made $10,000. No, you didn't. Your account is valued at $10,000 more. So okay. to make this thing yeah. work, you have to make profit a reality. And that's part of what we do is constant contact, constant monitoring of the plan. It's not just park it, let it go, and we'll revisit the money later. So in effect, and again, I'm trying to you know simplify this because you know I, I'm moving a little small steps, as you know. Um, are you just borrowing against the principal and then deducting the interest? Is that... Is that a, a simple way to sort of kind of look at it? No, but good try. I was okay. quite a bit more into it than I, that. There's quite a few other steps. There's, okay. there's CRA regulated timelines involved. There's two ways to do it to get the same result. Okay. Depends on your financial situation. Um, but we, we gladly, I mean, we can really break it down in baby, baby steps. And people then, at least with a podcast being recorded, they can play it back later on five, six, seven, 10 times. So I get right. Cause I'll, I'll tell you this, Dave, when we have people come in and do this and, and, we, yeah. and they realize, okay, this is a major part of my financial plan and my Omni formula. This will work for me. And as I, as I said, it's not for everybody. It doesn't work for everybody for sure. But when people do this, the first thing I say to people is don't worry, this may take three or four meetings for you to get. And at the end of it, okay. if you don't get this, you don't see the benefit or you just don't think it's right for you absolutely don't do it. Never let an advisor push you into anything that prevents you from sleeping comfortably at night. I mean, you have to do what's good for you. I know it's like a broken record, but those are those black things. Remember, we used to put a needle on them. Yeah. Broken records. Yeah. But it is your money and you're the yeah. one in charge of your money. Yeah. In the end, it's your decision. 
This is just one more strategy that if the situation is right and the stars align, can benefit you. And fortunately, the stars, as far as low interest rates on this, has been aligned for about 20 years. So I always say to people, this can be canceled tomorrow if interest rates get out of hand. I keep warning people, it hasn't happened. We've been close a few times and it will happen again, for sure. Especially the environment we're in now with the absolute Justin Trudeau printing of money. Hey, maybe by yes, the time yes. this, maybe by the time this is put up on the internet, that will be a thing yeah. of the past too. You know, but hey. Uh, yeah, okay. We can I'll hold you to that. We can hold. Um, <laughs> no, again, I'm not picking sides. I'm not, I'm just saying everybody. Okay, no, know, no, all no. of them. No, That's no, just no, the current no. one to okay. pick on. I'll pick on the next one too. Okay. Okay, sure. Okay, let, let's get into this first step of doing this. Okay. What is that? That talking about the step, what is okay. that first step? And then we'll get to the next part and the next part. But right now, I, I'm just reaching out to make that first step. Okay, let's do, let's do call this, um, you know, our version one, and then we'll do version one A. So people can sure. distinguish different. Sure. So that if someone phones in later, I can go, oh, yeah, what one was that? I was one or one A. So, so number one, you first off, you have a mortgage. Obviously, you have a mortgage. So let's imagine you have a bunch of investment cash or just cash sitting around. Um, so this cash cannot be RSPs, cannot be TFSAs. This is just money. Maybe you got an inheritance. Maybe you, like a couple I met the other day, they're really good at saving money and they're sitting with $125,000 in the bank and they don't know what to do. You know, it, this does happen, especially during the pandemic. People have been great at socking away cash because they're not traveling. They're not doing a lot of the things they normally do. Yes. Whatever the reason, uh, inheritance is a very common one. I've had three people this year who won lotteries. You don't know. Not, not major amounts, but well, major amounts in the sense yes. that they won lotteries. But, you know, we're talking... Hundred, couple hundred thousand dollars, things like that. So you have a mortgage and you have a bunch of cash that you're doing nothing with. Step one, you take that cash and you put it against your mortgage. You pay down a large portion of your mortgage. Now, little, uh, you know, item here thinking this only works if the mortgage you have is what's called readvanceable. Big word, I know. Sometimes it doesn't even show up when I'm trying to spell check, but here we go. Readvanceable <laughs> means you have to have a portion of your mortgage that you can pay it down. And then let's just say immediately, but it's it's actually just the rule. That money has to sit against your mortgage. And this is a CRA rule um, put in by Supreme Court way back when. You can read all about it. That money has to sit against your mortgage for 31 days. This is a rule by the government to eventually make this interest tax deductible. So here's the thing. First thing you're going to need to do is sit with your advisor, sit with your registered financial planner, who hopefully has a mortgage broker on staff. That would be huge benefit. Um, Self-serving, we do. Uh, that's one of the reasons I yes, put a mortgage yes. broker into the company. Um, Vitri, we've, you've seen him on podcast. He's going to be on a future one. Great guy. I digress, but give him a plug. He's a good guy. But let's make part of your mortgage in a HELOC, home equity line of credit, which we'll be talking about a few episodes from now, so that you can actually pay it down, but then take that money back out 31 days later. So let's be safe 35 days later. So first thing, you have. A, let's just say it's 100 grand. You have a $500,000 mortgage for today's argument. here. That's the example we'll use later on the board. Okay. Put the 100,000 against the mortgage. Your now mortgage is at 400,000. Take a picture of it. You're going to need it later. I'll explain that later. 
So you have a screenshot of that deposit and start the 31 day clock. But to be safe, let's just say 35 days or so just to be safe. So now your 100 grand's gone, but your $500,000 mortgage is now $400,000. Step one, done. Okay. Step two. Step two, the 35 days, well, 31 days has passed. 31 days is the rule that CRA says that money must sit on deposit against your mortgage so that when you do step two of version one, you now take that money out. You re-advance it or you re-borrow it from your home equity line of credit and you put it into an investment. That's step two. But by waiting the 31 days, the interest on that investment is now tax deductible. So you're right back where you were before. You have the $100,000 again. This is where you were 31 days ago. You have that $100,000 of cash that was sitting there, except now that cash is in an investment. It's being invested. And the interest on that $100,000 of your $500,000 mortgage is now tax deductible. So that's step two. You've taken the money back out. You're right, right where you were before, except imagine this. You know, 20% of your interest that wasn't tax deductible is now tax deductible. So that's step two. Step three. Step three is really key. The most important part. What do I do with the investment? How do I invest it? This is the key where you've got, you definitely, definitely have to talk to a registered financial planner. And remember we talked in previous episodes about the investment council planning model, or as we call them for short, portfolio managers. That's where you've got to invest your money. You know why? The money has to be completely liquid for one. So in other words, you want to be able to take the money out very quickly. And you do not, do not, big bold capital letters, it will flash a big do not upon the screen in post-editing here but you do not invest the money in something risky. This, remember people, this is not an investment plan. This is a tax savings plan. So we're gonna kill two birds with one stone here. You invest the money in a conservative portfolio designed by a very reputable portfolio manager. You disclose to them where this money came from. It was borrowed from my home equity line of credit. I'm quite happy if you do a very conservative investment and hey, if it only earns four, five percent, five being an optimal number, op- optimal number, easy for me to say, um, that's perfect. So you put the money in investment. You're targeting about five percent. Don't worry about if you don't earn any more than that, because remember, your interest yeah. rate might be two and a half or three in that home equity line of credit. But remember, the interest is tax deductible. Now, the key to kind of call this step three, three A. Why a portfolio manager, not a mutual fund, et cetera, more than the obvious disdain I have for embedded fees and so on. But actually, this is the real tax benefit of the portfolio manager. One of the reasons I went this route years ago, the management fee charged from the portfolio manager, ding, 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 it's tax deductible. It's under carrying charges under your tax return. So think about this. You're deducting the interest now on that 100,000. And you're deducting the management fees. So take a step back here and review quickly, Dave, before we go to step four. 
Let's okay. just say for argument's sake, the interest is 3%, but it's simple interest. So it's not as high as normal interest. So don't be fool fooled by the number. That's where we have a computer program to help you with this. Okay. So you're deducting 3% on 100,000. So that's $3,000. Now you spent $3,000 on that interest though too, remember. That's out of your pocket. You're deducting the management fees of let's say 2%. So on $100,000, you're getting a 5% deduction. So $5,000 against your mortgage. Say you're in a 40% tax bracket. That's not bad. So that's step three. Interest is deductible. Do the investment the right way and make the management fee tax deductible. So that's step three. All right. Step four. Step four. You make sure your financial planning firm, your registered financial planner and his team is monitoring the $100,000. Because guess what's going to happen? This is the bonus part. This is like the bonus round on Jeopardy here or something, you know, double Jeopardy. You watch for the growth of the money and hope it grows. That's, again, a bonus. It's the tax savings is first and foremost. But you're in a portfolio targeting 5%. Now, this thing is not static. It's not every 12 months, let's check my portfolio. And it's up 5% suddenly. No, the 5% may grow in two months because of crazy economic times. Or it may not grow for 18 months. We don't know. That's the key to having a registered financial planner and his or her team on your side to watch the money. So on this example, as soon as that money hits 5%, you take it. As I said, when you make it, you take it. You take that $5,000 and immediately, and this works best, obviously, the higher the tax bracket, the better this is. It goes into you guessed it, your RRSP. So let's recap. You spent $3,000 in interest. Never, ever lose sight of what you're spending because it's your money. But you got a $3,000 write-off for the interest. You got a $2,000 write-off for the management fee. And the net return here, the 5% on the money, you got $5,000 put to your RRSP. So That's $10,000 in tax write-offs. And a common mistake, I'm just going to step back one second here, trying to go slow, Dave. People make the mistake when they see the management fee and they think it's coming out of their return. We're always talking on our podcasts, net, 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 net return. So that's $5,000 is real money in your pocket. The portfolio manager's already taken their piece of the pie. It's already gone. It's tax deductible. So you spent $3,000. And what do you have in tax deductions now? $10,000. So if you're in a 40% tax bracket, you spent $3,000. You're getting back $4,000 in income tax because 40% refund on $10,000. That's I kept simple math for a reason today, not just for you, but for me too. So you got back $4,000 in taxes. And remember, so you, people think, well, I made a grand. It's not really a big deal. I made a grand. No, 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 no. You also have $5,000 put away to your RSP for future growth. So you made, you spent three in this example, and you made nine based on the assumptions we're using today. So what you do with that $4,000 you just made on your um, tax refund, you deposit it against your mortgage you step five sorry dave i took away your thunder step five you wait that's okay 31 days 
again. And guess what? Next year, you're now deducting $104,000, the interest on $104,000. And, uh, you know, your mortgage is now down to whatever. But do you want to know the bonus on this, Dave? Absolutely. If you set your mortgage up the right way, so part of your mortgage is always, remember that term, readvanceable. Doesn't all have to be in a home equity line of credit. This is where the math comes in for the financial planner to figure this stuff out. But remember, in the course of that year, $4,000 wasn't the only thing you put against your mortgage. You've also been making payments against your mortgage, right? So imagine if your mortgage dropped another 11, again, math for me, right? $11,000. Well, now it's not $104,000 you can write the interest off on. It would be $115,000 because you could also readvance that $11,000 you've paid off during the year. Your debt theoretically is still $500,000. It never changed, except you also now have an investment of $115,000. That is a huge benefit, and that is the Smith Maneuver Omni Formula on steroids. But <laughs> there's a but. There's, okay. there's the risk factor. What if interest rates go up? Remember what I said, what's most important? Keep it liquid. You can cash it in at any time with no fee if set up properly with a proper portfolio manager and pay off that line of credit. If interest rates, the economy is getting out of hand. The other key thing, you need an active portfolio manager to monitor that investment. Do not go chasing a rate of return. Don't get, what's that big word that we use a lot of times, Dave? Um, This gecko guy in a movie way back in the 80s used it. Greed, I think it was. Yes, said I thought greed remember, was good. Greed is good. Greed is you remember good. the movie? He said, like, okay. greed is good. Yes, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie, actually. Uh, Michael Douglas, thank you very Did much. Did you like to see the tattoo? No, yeah, okay. Yeah, but in this case, <laughs> greed is not good. Greed is bad. Greed is very bad. Um, you really want to just keep this as a tax strategy. Anything you ever make, we use the simplistic 5% return, etc. Anything you make, is okay. We're targeting five. If you had a great year and you made eight or nine, be happy, take the money and run, but then realize maybe I don't make any money for the next year or two. You know, what if that happens? You have to be prepared for those instances and to ride it out that if things don't go the way as planned, you can't use extra money for your RSPs right now. But it'll make up for itself over time. Usually it does, for sure. But that's what we want, obviously. But remember, the biggest thing, you're writing off the interest, you're writing off the management fees, and if nothing else, you take that and apply it to your mortgage. You're using government tax refunds to help convert and pay down your house quicker. So that's Smith Maneuver version one. In a nutshell, put a bow around it, wrap it up. Okay. Go. Let's get to, to version 1A. Okay. One minor difference. That's it. Okay. It keeps it simple. Big difference. Okay. Though. What if you don't have any cash sitting around? Okay. There you go. Small, small <laughs> little detail, but you know, but, Just a little, little, but little. okay. 
you have a significant amount of equity in your home. Maybe your okay. home's worth a million and you only owe $200,000. Guess what you can do? You can now go get a home equity line of credit. You don't even have to do it sometimes at the same institution you're at. Because there's some institutions out there, man, are they ever competitive nowadays with some of these interest rates, which is great. Take advantage of it when you can. So maybe you go borrow $200,000 on a home equity line of credit and invest that money. It's money borrowed from your personal residence, invested in, remember the investments we talked about, a non-registered portfolio. Can't invest in TFSA, can't invest in RSP. You're just, it's just an investment account. It's called, it's called non, it's called a non-registered or taxable is the technical terms for these things. But you go borrow the $200,000. Well, because it's borrowed from your personal residence, home equity line of credit, blah, blah, blah. The interest is tax deductible and steps two, three, four, five, and six are all the same. You're taking the growth, the tax savings, et cetera, and you're putting them against that $200,000 portion of your mortgage. That is not tax deductible. Now, one of the differences here, you're going to see a lot of times is people say, yeah, but that interest is going to cost me money. Yeah, but think about it. We just use 200000 for fun on this example to keep the numbers easy. But if you did, in fact, make $10,000 on the RSP, maybe you were putting away three, four, five dollars $500 a month before to an RSP that you don't have to do now. So you use that three, four, five dollars $500 a month to pay the interest on the $200,000 instead because it's, it's treated like an RSP deduction on your taxes. Different line, same result. So you're spending still the same amount of money in this case, but you're getting, you remember that example we gave at 40%, the tax deduction was three times, or the tax savings, sorry, in the end, was three times what you were spending But when you add in tax savings and you add in growth for an RSP, et cetera, et cetera. You're getting quite a bit more money back. So all it is, is using low interest climate, equity, and theoretically, this is where being in a high tax bracket you have to put it to good use and make sure it benefits you in this case. It's an evil thing, but if it's going to be an evil thing, yeah. make sure you can benefit from it. So you take all those factors that we have right now in our climate and you make you turn those things into a positive and you use them to convert debt over at a magnificent pace. One thing I do want to throw by our audience right now is that you know, as you're watching this or listening to it, uh, you've also got an article on your website uh, for people who want to learn more about this. Uh, how easy is it for them to, to simply go to your money at everythingfinancial.com and, and, and judge for themselves? Go in there, click it, do it. Now, what we're going to do um, as well is go through, you know, a chart and, and just show you an example of $200,000, you know, 2.95% interest rate uh, you know, 38.29% tax bracket and something middle of the road. You know, I'm trying to choose something for the average person. I, I don't, people think, you know, they see this and they see, you know, this guy, you know, this guy's on TV and he's on radio, whatever the case may be, doing podcasts. But the average person, you know, the household, the guy, the guy, the woman, you know, making hundred, $120,000 a year, just especially in Metro Vancouver and, and the surrounding area, trying to get by, trying to feed their family, trying to pay down that ridiculous mortgage because housing prices are, are so 
insane, which is fine, you know, but, but put it to your advantage. So we're just trying to show this for the average person. So go on the website, read, click, email us. We'll send you a book to start reading this. We, we, we buy, um, the books, the, the Smith maneuver books, because yeah. even though we do some more stuff, I'd rather people get educated, go to Amazon and get the book yourself, like figure it out, like educate yourself. It's your money. Ask yeah. the questions you didn't even know you were supposed to ask. And if you're not sure, and you're still stumbled or perplexed by this, ask more questions. And again, any type of investing, only do what you're comfortable in doing that's right for you, not what's right for the person on the other side of the table. Before we wrap this up, I, I, I want to hit one other thing here. And uh, you've, you've, you've made reference to it, but I, I do want to get one more crack at this. Empowering yourself. It's one thing to go to a podcast as you were talking about, but the real strength is it not from within you to go and do these things and empower yourself? Absolutely. It's In this day and age, there is so much help out there to help you yeah. with your money. Don't think, don't belittle yourself. And I see this, unfortunately, a lot of times with people. And you've known me, Dave. I mean, we go back now to our, oh, years. our days on the yeah. sports stuff and having some fun in the mornings, which uh, yeah. a lot yeah. of people do miss, Dave, by the way. You're a celebrity out there. A lot of people, I wish I could hear Dave Proud. I said, turn on our podcast. <laughs> He's still there. And at some point, we're going to digress and talk Canucks. And when the hockey season's up here and you know, absolutely wrong and our favorite GM. Before we Denny. get out of this, we'll, we'll do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we'll, we'll go there. Um, maybe we won't go there depending on the season. Hey, okay. let's, let's okay. digress here for a second. Let's remember everybody. Okay. We have two Canuck teams okay. in Vancouver. We have twice yeah. as good a chance now of one of them being good or two of them being really bad. <laughs> um, so who knows what'll happen this year in, in Canuck land. But, um, yeah. but yeah, but all seriousness, it is your money. Don't, don't be intimidated. Ask for help. We, I mean, as, as we, you know us, Dave, at, at Everything Financial, we yeah. have no minimum. Yeah. Anything you can do, don't think. If, if, if you're owning a place and they have a, a minimum, oh, we only take people with a million dollars. We only do this, we only do that. Keep looking. People, I had someone the other day who thought portfolio management, I thought that's only for the rich. Well, if your 50,000 is what makes you rich, you can use portfolio management. We start people off in portfolio yeah. management with their first $100 deposit. Go to a place that's fee for service, full disclosure. And again, as you said, Dave, empower yourself. It's your money. Ask the questions. Get the service you deserve. And if you don't get the answers, whether that's for me or anybody else, I tell people, keep looking. You have to go where you have a comfortable fit you feel that someone's truly, truly doing, they're acting as a fiduciary. They're acting in yeah. your best interest. That's the most important thing. And if you're not happy, now, but, move on. Yeah. Now you've got offices in Langley and Victoria and White Rock and, and all that, but the times that we're in right now, let's talk about the importance of having like a virtual meeting, which is exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah, we do um, probably 60 to 70% virtual meetings. A lot wow. of clients, I'll give you an example of, of what that is. One of the yeah. things we do, and this, this, what we're talking about today is crucial to that. When you're borrowing or readvancing, whatever term, it's still borrowing, still your money, still out of your house. You, you basically, you've just sold a room in your house or rented it out. 
and invested a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand, whatever the amount of money is, fifty thousand dollars, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's still your money, your house, your property, right? You invest it. This is where getting an update every quarter from your registered financial planner is crucial or someone on their team viewing what's going on with the situation. What are interest rates doing? Hey, am I on track with my $5,000 target? That is a really easy 20 minute meeting that you can do by Zoom. Save yourself the travel, save yourself the traffic. Um, do it. I'll, I'll give you this. My original, and we talked about this, Dave, you'll remember this episode we did on the morning show yeah. when we were together for all those years. Yeah. And we talked about my first ever client who I did a financial plan for. And you'll notice he lives in Prince George. John, shout yeah. out to you, man. Good guy. I visit with John every three months. Every three months. No kidding. He's in wow. Prince George right now. Wow. Sorry about that, John. It's a Zoom meeting. We do a Zoom meeting yeah. and we review his plan. We review the profit. We review taking profits to growth. John started this back in the early 2000s and paid for his house years ago and now has another one for a vacation. Yeah. We could just be saying John is a general term too, people. doesn't mean it's really John. But, but he's got a house now in the interior that he'll be moving into when he retires in the next couple of years. First ever guy did a plan for back in, in, the, nine, in the early 90s, 1990, 91. We built the plan when he was my neighbor. But Use the Zoom. Like the best thing, the best thing, and not belittling the pandemic, it's been a serious thing. And we all know, I know you, Dave, me, all have loved ones that have been affected, definitely. Um, but the 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 best thing to come out of the pandemic for us as a firm is Zoom. Because guess what? If you want, and this sounds really bad, but if you want an in-person meeting with Peter Sushetki or anyone on my team. They book up. People want in-person meetings still a lot of time. People want to build that relationship, yeah. get to really know you as a person. But what if that's going to take yeah. three, four weeks to get to? Because there's the Zoom meetings. And for me, it's not a matter of I just think I'm so great because I don't. You know me well enough, Dave, that I think, wow, you're going to have to wait to see me. It's nothing like that. As you said it, Dave, there's four offices. We've got Langley, the main office, White Rock. We've got Victoria. And we've got my office that I do with, I deal with people down in the States in Scottsdale. Well, I literally do, I'm hands-on with every single client. I don't care if they're the person just starting out or the person with millions, they're all the same. It's their money, it's important. So I go from office to office to office and I work with all my associate advisors on every single plan. You come to Everything Financial, you get an associate advisor to definitely build that relationship with. I work with you. You get to know our whole team because there's no commission salespeople. We, yes, we get a referral fee of the, the 1% say we're getting on the plans or whatever it is, less sometimes, but whatever. But it's your money, full transparency, but do the Zoom meetings. Now, maybe you want to meet in person to build that relationship and then do the simple stuff by Zoom. And if you want, record it or we can record the meeting. But <clears throat> what we do for sure is every meeting we send back a full itinerary, a full summary of the meeting notes so that you can review it later on and see what's there, just so you know what's going on. And that's a key for any firm. Again, like you said, Dave, empower you. Make sure you're getting that full disclosure. Make sure you're getting that full follow-up. Tape a Zoom meeting, get your attachments, download them, get as much information you can and educate yourself because your financial freedom sometimes is a long road. So it starts with baby steps. Um, and Zoom is a great way to get yourself going and just get in the door and get to learn some stuff these days. And then you can go to the golf course and 
then go to the golf course, go do this. The, the, the one th- nice thing about Zoom is there's no traveling yeah. involved. <laughs> I mean, I, I do uh, Zoom where uh, I'll do for my home office maybe two days of Zoom a week. Um, and then I'll go into the offices and do all the people who want to see in-person meetings. When the, when you see this people, this um, airing for you and you view this podcast in October, um, I may be working for 10 days out of the Scottsdale office, but there's not as many sure. American clients. So I'll do Zoom meetings with people in Vancouver, Victoria, clients in Toronto. I do have clients in Toronto, Dave. I just said the I said the I said the word you just love. Run. Yeah. Um the T word. The T word. Yeah, right. But but on a Zoom meeting, you know, you, you can fit in. I find anyways, I can fit in a lot more meetings and see a lot more people, which is okay. great. And the more people you help, the better it is. It's not a bad thing. And for everyone, thanks for listening and watching on your YouTube channel. Man, I'll tell you. Um, very cool that you've added this very cool yeah the youtube channel people have a look yeah jamie great young woman uh digital marketing guru a social media expert um and we she lives in whistler we found her in whistler of all places and she's taken that bull by the horns she took our youtube channel and has just added so much to it it makes it so easy to find you're, you know, we're, we're uploading the podcast, all the CTV, uh, morning live shows. We're putting in links to, uh, all the, um, CKNW afternoon shows I'm doing with Jazz Joe Hall, like just lots of information. The great thing about that is if you don't want to be a client or you're not ready to, or you've got someone you're very happy with stay there. That's great. No problem with that. But as we said, Dave, you said, empower yourself educate yourself watch these things and if, if you watch a 40 minute you know podcast and you pick up one idea just one yeah then you're one idea better than you were the day before and that's all that's always a good thing anything that helps you ask the questions you didn't even know you're supposed to ask that's important great stuff peter as always and also do want to remind you to hit that follow button and tell a friend so we'll add that as well on the way out the door um, and we will talk again soon. That, that That's not a promise. That's more like a threat. It is a threat. It's, it, it, it's know, hey. Yeah, yeah, it is people, a threat. Yeah, yeah, in case yeah. you've missed it, he's back on the airwaves because you just yes, received the Dave Pratt guarantee. Yes. And this is one of those guarantees yes, that'll come true because I remember when Dave Pratt guaranteed right. the Pittsburgh Penguins were going to be moving to Newmarket, Ontario. I remember when Dave Pratt guaranteed uh, Shane Doan was coming yeah, to Vancouver. Yeah. Dave, the problem with dealing with me is, you know, I remember everything. Yes, yes, you never forget, and, I, and you don't forgive either. I, I, I appreciate you doing this with us, Dave. Okay. It's it's a lot of fun. I look forward to when we do uh, season two, episode four. I guess will be the next one we're doing together. Yes, yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Season two, episode four of the Your Money Personal Finance Podcast. Again, I'll talk to you, and that is not a promise. It is a threat. You bet, Dave. Thanks a lot. Much appreciated.